It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast. It's the midweek edition prior to the Treviso game. I've got William Davis on the line. How are you, William? Good evening, Alan. And I'm Alan Deegan. And we're going to talk about um, the fact that you were at the press conference today with Kieran Kane and Owen Masterson. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the injuries and uh, about some upcoming podcasts. But let's start with the press conference today. How was uh, Kieran Kane today? Yeah, he's in pretty reflective mood. He obviously spoke to us after last uh, Friday night's game against uh, Zebre, and um, he is—he's uh, obviously taken fully on board what happened. I still think they're—they're they're very disappointed. They're a bit um, shocked by it. It was a—it was a ghastly night for Connacht. It just didn't happen, and he—this uh, uh, is what he had to say. Kieran, we had a chat on uh, Friday night after the game, and now you've had a chance to examine it in, in detail and then talk to the players. Was was that a, a tough session yesterday when you were going through the analysis? Yeah, I'd, our reviews are pretty open, and uh, we had a really good discussion about things. Um, honest and forthright, um, as you might anticipate, and, and the boys were really good. Tough, uh, honest review, and it, it was what was needed. And I think a lot of people got what needed to be said said, and uh, we've moved on to Tuesday, thank God, and looking forward rather than backwards now. Kieran, on, on after the game, you talked about conservatism in the in the first half, in particular, and you, you tried to correct that at, at at half time. And was that a frustration that players were maybe not taking response, not actually doing anything? They were more inclined to just pass the ball on. And there was nobody actually making definitive moves on the pitch. There was no. It looked at times as if they were just circulating the ball around. Was that was that what you were hinting at there? Uh, um, yes and no, to be fair and, and honest about it. Um, we were a little bit muddled. Um, we weren't quite as bad as um, what what I first thought. Um, because the opposition were really good and it was an arm wrestle uh, more than anything uh, and in that arm wrestle we got second um, so that's on reflection um, does that help? it does but when, when, when you say you weren't as bad it, were you surprised by did, did they do anything that surprised you Zebra? Did they, did, they, did they play the way you thought they would on their analysis, yeah, yeah. or were they different? No, they were exactly what we thought they were. Um, and I don't think that we probably were there um, in our heads quite as we possibly should have been in terms of the competitiveness. Now, we have it within us, and we certainly have it in the squad, um, but I don't think it was our best foot forward. And is that possibly because was there a slight lack of respect from the players for Zebra because they've beaten them a play? That, I know you lost there in December, mm. but they they tend to turn up here and maybe not play terribly well. Or no, no, that um, that never entered our heads. We uh, we had a really good week. We trained well. Um, we were good at a, um, a physical. Um, space um, but I just think we probably let ourselves down a little bit uh, mentally you know and the mental the players talked about 
the fact that they were sort of looking for somebody else, some other thing to happen to spark them. And um, this fella talked to, about it as well, so probably better to ask him because he's... <laughs> <laughs> I'll come to him in a minute. Now, looking forward to the weekend, it, it's, you, you've got a totally different challenge coming up now. You're going on a, a mini tour. You've got a uh, trip to Italy, which is fairly normal. That's, and they, they're now going to eight and seven. They're having a fantastic season, mm. uh, having had some very rough ones. And then at the end of another week, you're, you're going to go to South Africa. So, so first of all, what are you expecting in from Treviso, especially the way they're playing this season, which is, is pretty much a bit of a revelation on their previous years? I have spoken to the team, and I suspect that Michael Bradley and Kieran Crowley have collaborated already, and we can expect exactly what we got uh, from Zebra. Um, I think there's very little between the two teams, uh, Treviso and Zebra. Um, they do play a little slightly different in certain aspects, but uh, they certainly play to their strengths, uh, and they're both really good teams. So I think that they would have had a phone call conversation about certain aspects of the game and what worked for them, and I think it will be a really torrid affair. Because, like you say, they're enjoying a really good run. Uh, they're playing really well, playing with a lot of confidence as well. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, and they're at home, and they'll be a hell of a team to overcome. And then, just to add a bit of spice, you get on a flight down to South Africa, where very few people within the organisation here have they may have been there, but they haven't played there. So, have you been starting to? Talk about what is going to be different down there, what you've seen there in Super Rugby. Yeah, uh, we've been planning and preparing for the trip for about uh, four weeks. There's been an awful lot of work from uh, nutritionists right through to S&C and coaches, um, management, uh, Tim. Uh, so there's been a lot of planning and preparation gone into this. and I've been there a few times and, um, and I think what we've done should hold us in good stead because it's a really hard place to win a game of rugby and particularly on the high belt too because that's a little bit foreign to most of these boys. But it'd be a good challenge? Massive challenge, massive. Both games are. It's, it's really cool. It's, it's, it's neat. We're in the cauldron. We've probably got our backs to the wall a little bit um, but that might bring the best out in us. And you're still probably, you're getting towards contracts time. There's probably a lot of discussion going on on that. You're looking at players. So from, was there, did you learn anything specific about players on Friday night? And you'd be looking for different, you'd be still examining microscopically what, what players are doing on the next two games. Yeah, that's, that's very much in the, in the thinking of the organisation. So... That's been going on behind the scenes since I arrived, really. Um, so it, that'll just carry on. It won't be a huge interruption, you know. There'll be some tough calls made, and there's some work going on in recruitment and retention as we speak. That's obviously part of the job, but is it is it necessary if you're going to do that? You need an open... The forum needs to be very open when you're talking to players. Oh, it is. I mean, we talk, you know, we respect the players here. We're, um, 
like any organisation, and we treat them well, and um, they'll be fully informed. And um, uh, some have already, uh, and some some will in the near future. You know, um, there, there's more to it than just getting what you want. You're going to make the books balance, and and you have to get your succession plan right. There's a, there's a whole lot of levels involved. It's not just about hiring and firing. Two games like this coming up, have the players been talking about the fact that it's a sort of a, it's a tour, it's something very different, it's, it's just not a single trip to Italy, you're actually, there's a bit of an adventure side of it. Um, I wouldn't call it an adventure now, um, I suppose the first real meeting we had about it yesterday was with the management, as uh, KK talked about, and with Tim, and uh, with the nutritionist, just about the planning and obviously the long haul flights and what effect that can have on you, and just basically getting yourself prepared uh, for South Africa to be in the best physical shape that you can be to perform at the weekend because you know while it's cool to go to a new place and whatnot but we're not there to enjoy the place we're there to play the cheetahs and try and put in a good performance and get a win okay yeah i wasn't he wasn't as down as i expected him to be um i think it's, it's interesting that he, he he seems to think it's still up to the players to fix this and he's just there to help them to be better yeah, I think I think what if you go back again to uh, the after match press conference, I think what really struck with him was the fact that they couldn't fix the problem. They were only seven six down at half time, remember, and they hadn't played well. But a point is nothing. You're the home team, and he expected them to be able to fix the problem, and they didn't fix it, and they lost and. I suppose losing at any time, it's a bad time in the season to lose. It was a bad performance. And they've obviously had a pretty, the old video review yesterday must have been pretty uh, pretty hard, pretty tough. And they now got to just get, get moving again. They're leaving on uh, Thursday afternoon. And they're going off to Treviso to play on Saturday, lunchtime. And then they're uh, en route to Bloemfontein. Uh, where they will arrive on Monday for a totally different sort of rugby experience. Um, they'll have a long, long week in Bloemfontein. They won't play until Saturday evening, South African time, and they'll have a lot of work to do. They'll be getting ready to play at altitude, getting ready to play on probably what will be a fairly hard pitch. And I think... I think they're all looking forward to that because it's something different, but they are very aware, and Owen Masterson talked about this, that they're not going there for a holiday. They're going there to do a job. I mean, if they're going to keep their top uh, top 14, pro 14 uh, aspirations, realistically, they've probably got to win these two games. Yeah, um, but and I, I suppose the question is, how, how likely is that? You're looking at the King, or sorry, the... Cheetahs have only been beaten once at home this season and, and Treviso are on a heck of a run at the moment. Yeah, the, you probably, I mean, Treviso are, are now eight and seven, uh, which is, a you know, they haven't been at, the, at that sort of level for a long time. It's a place where Connacht have struggled in the past. But you have to go into each of these games, um, you know, expecting to win or going out to put in a performance. It's, it's hard to see where you get from last Friday night to beating either of these teams but 
it's, it's, it's a new game. Once that the referee blows the whistle, you've just got to go for it. Um, yeah, I suppose if, be, you, if you look at how well Connacht had played against the Ospreys the previous week, in, in the space of a week, they went from being you know very clinical in, in taking all their points when they needed to and, and, and putting Ospreys away to, as you say, you know probably one of the worst performances at home we've seen in an awful long time. So yeah, and I think that's I think that's what has surprised um, the management, and I think it's disappointed the managers, disappointed the team. It's one of these inexplicable things. Some sometimes things just go wrong, and the more the more they go wrong, the more they go wrong, and it, it multiplies uh, the way the lineout didn't didn't function. The the whole the whole game just from start to finish. Connacht never came to grips with the game. Um, so Saturday, Saturday morning, twelve o'clock Irish time, they have a chance to redeem themselves. It'll be very much the same sort of team. There isn't going to be many changes, but there may be some, and then they're they're on route to something completely different. Um, yeah, because like Saturday but, in Treviso, like a, the the you know, the record in Treviso was one three drawn one, lost three in Treviso. Um, but last year, on almost exactly the same date, the 20th, well, it's slightly, it's slightly earlier, but the 26th of February last year, Connacht went and got a, a bonus point win over there, which was their first ever try bonus in Treviso. So there's a little bit of hope that there there is something that might possibly happen, but Treviso are a better team than they were last year. Yeah, it was interesting in the press conference today, Kieran Kane talking about... Uh, Michael Bradley and uh, Kieran Crowley said, "Of obviously, he said, I'm sure they've been talking because they're part of the Italian setup." And uh, he said, "I expect a very torrid day um, because I think he feels that Treviso, Treviso play very similarly to Zebra. I think one of the things that that maybe doesn't come across, Connacht seem to struggle when they play these Italian sides. They don't always struggle. From them. Had a bonus point win in Treviso last year." But the game has become very open, and they, there's not much pattern to them. Um, and I think that's something that doesn't go well with Connacht's the way they set up to play. It's they can be quite freestyle games uh, because Zebra were running from everywhere on Friday night, and then sometimes they were kicking. But it was just their the sort of physicality of it and the. The, the bullying nature of the way they played. And I would expect Treviso to try something similarly, but you've got to hope that Connacht are better prepared this time. Yeah, you'd certainly like to think so. Um, and just before we move on, you know, as we move on, we'll talk about the injuries because they're talking about being prepared, the injuries is looking good. Just before that, I just want to quickly thank sportsnewsireland.com for their continued support. Our Our figures are jumping up there and we're getting more people listening to the podcast so a, a big thank you to those guys um yeah so let's let's move on to the the injury list and we talk about being prepared because we we've got a couple of players back this week yeah the the squad update issue today um dennis buckley is now reintegrating into team training this week um whether he's available or not is not immediately obvious but he's obviously ready to go Connor Carey uh, injured his shoulder in the game against Zebra and is awaiting results of a scan, which isn't as good a bit of news. JP Cooney is on April for the hamstring injury. Pat O'Toole still rehabbing. Andrew Brown is 
rehabbing and is about four to six weeks after his very brief comeback against the Ospreys, and we wish him well. Owen McKeown is nearing his return uh, to training. Might be available uh, for this week, maybe not. Uh, Jake Heenan is rehabilitating till April. Peter Robb is back into team training. And Tiernan O'Halloran is nearing a return, and it'll be a very late call whether he's available for Treviso. Um, the other bit of news today was that Olton Delan will be available for Treviso, but probably not for the South African leg, as he would be heading back to Ireland camp. So we wish him well. He's obviously had to deal with a family bereavement, and we hope uh, that I suspect the coming back in to be with all his, his mates and Connacht and stuff will help ease the burden of that. Uh, but it's a shorter and shorter injury list. It's, uh, it's only now taking up about uh, two-thirds of an A4 page, and it, it is shrinking. So there's a lot of players available. We've talked about this a lot this season. The players are available for selection. Um, so when you get your chance, you need to grab it. And if you play badly in a couple of games, you know you, you might find yourself being passed over. And I suppose it's what any coach in any team in any sport wants. You want as many people looking to be selected. Yeah, and I suppose at, at this time of year, it's really important to try and get some game time because, with, as we mentioned before, there's, there's 24 guys out of contract at the end of this year. Um, that's a lot of guys um, who, who are looking to try and, and show what they're, what they're worth and whether they're um, worth keeping on. You know, There's been a few guys who haven't had much game time and there's been a few guys who had quite a lot. The likes of Daryl Leader's played quite a lot of rugby, but he still hasn't got his contract. So these guys still have to work hard and show that they're worth they're worth keeping on because uh, it's getting it's getting closer and closer to the end of the season. Yes, it is, and um, it's 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 that time of year, and coaches and managements have to they're already planning for that. Uh, Kieran Keynes alluded to that in, in press conferences that players are, you know, it's, it, that's the way it is. And he, he said today some tough decisions will be made. And that happens every year, but it's maybe more slightly more focused this year because um, of the fact that it's, it's a new management team and every coach wants different things from different players. So all we can do is watch watch it and wait and see um, but it's a big opportunity but it's they they need to lift Connick need to lift themselves now on Saturday and it'll be very interesting to see how that game goes yeah exactly exactly and um, someone else who'll, who'll hopefully get a lift because he, he's had some good news today is, is Kieran Gaffney like he, he took that knock which initially looked relatively innocuous from, from where we were hitting it didn't look as though there was anything Major in the in the collision that happened, um, but but he really had a bad neck injury coming out of it, and and you know we've had a couple of we had a press release from Zebra today giving us details on on the fact that it's you know he's had to had an operation to stabilize the neck, and then Kieran himself tweeted out or sent something out on Instagram showing showing him in you know big neck brace and everything, but he's he's had a successful surgery, so um we wish him we wish him well. Oh, absolutely! I mean, look, it can it can happen in a in a in a second, and um, it, you know, it's 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 a physical game. There's a lot of contact in it, and 
There was great fast medical care. Uh, both Zebra and Connick, the Connick guys, were out there straight away. They got him off the pitch and away into hospital very quickly. And um, it must be some consolation to him that he's he obviously didn't want it to happen, but it has happened in his home city. So he's had a lot of support and he was very thankful for that today. And a good job all around by the rugby community. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we'll we'll um, we'll leave it there. We've got um, we're not at Treviso, um, because it's just just proved too difficult a, a job for us to get there with a twelve o'clock kickoff. Um, I think it's a one o'clock kickoff in Italy, but a twelve o'clock kickoff noon in Irish time. Uh, but I will be heading over to. I'm taking a a bit of a brief holiday, but it'll be a slight busman's holiday. I'll do a little bit of work down in in um. Bloemfontein. I'm going to take a few days off and go and watch Connacht down there, and maybe get some interviews. So we'll have we'll have a podcast after that, and we'll have a podcast after the Treviso game. Yeah, I'll be um, providing some updates on the Treviso game uh, live as as it happens on Galway Bay FM from twelve o'clock on Saturday, and uh, we have a podcast after that game, and included in that will be a very long and extensive interview that I did today with Owen Masterson. And it's uh, very interesting. He talks about how he dealt with his very serious injury, which actually happened two years ago today. Wow. Um, so against, it's a, it was perhaps a, a Zebra, a way to Zebra, a game I was uh, summarizing on, and uh, how he's come back from that. And it gives a very good understanding as to how the a professional athlete deals with that. And then next week, there won't be a press conference midweek, uh, but there will be a podcast because I did an interview today as well with Tim Allnut, the Connacht manager, and he's going to fill us in on how you actually get 35 people to South Africa. Um, it's pretty obvious they're going in a plane. They're not going on a ferry or anything. <laughs> but... Um, it's just interesting about how they're they're preparing. There's a lot. There's a lot more in it than I realised about how they get players uh, hydrated and how they're going to handle the training down there and some slight differences that they've done. They've been working at this for quite a period of time. So uh, keep an ear out for those podcasts, and uh, we look we look forward to your company. Okay, great stuff. Thanks, William. Enjoy the match on Saturday. Good night, Alan. Thank you. Bye-bye.